Hey guys, my name is Amy J, and you are listening to the MapCon podcast, episode 27 of season, well, we're in season two. This is overall episode 27. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have a fun guest with you guys today. This gentleman does not have his own podcast, but he is significantly contributed to the state of podcasting. So before we get to talking with him, remind you guys, MapCon is coming up. It's September 8th and 9th at the Holiday in Philadelphia, South Swedesboro. So if you don't have your tickets, I'm not sure why you're waiting. You don't want to wait. Prices have gone up. They are now $150. So get them now before they go up again. There is a virtual ticket option at $40 that you can get. And there's a Friday night mixer. There's a Friday night talks, Saturday lunch, free headshots, event t-shirt, event badge, virtual ticket, all included in the regular ticket. So don't wait. Go ahead and get your ticket today. And, you know, we have to thank a lot of those people who are going to be at MapCon because they use software like myself, produced and created by Hanny Mora, who is on the show today. Hanny, what's going on? Not much. How are you, Amy? It's good to talk to you again. It is. It is. Now, Hanny, you don't have your own show, right? I, people have given me a hard time over the past four years or three and a half years for having podcasting software but not having my own podcast show. But, so. I, I mean, okay, warranted. However, I got to say, you've been on more podcast episodes as a guest yes. than some people have podcast episodes. <laughs> I think if I took all the episodes that I've been as a guest, I could have my own podcast. Exactly. So, so really. Episodes, I, I would think. So, <laughs> You're but, you're still intimately involved. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I got involved in podcasting about three years ago, helping somebody launch their own podcast. And as a result, that's how I launched my podcasting software because I was doing it. I was doing it for them. And the editing from videos to audios and publishing. And just learn the whole process. And then that's how you know the podcasting software kind of was born out of that experience. And guys, for those listening, um, Henny, we mostly have MapCon listeners, people who are interested in podcasting, and, you know, just the regular Joe Schmo who wants to hear what's going on in this lovely podcast. Can you tell them a little bit about your, the one specific to podcasting? Because this guy, guys, he is into everything now, but he started off with podcasting. Can you talk a little bit about your podcasting software? Yeah, it's, uh, it's called Simple Podcast Press, and it was launched back in August 2014, and the the whole idea was initially the whole idea was as an automation tool. So you know anyone who's podcasting right now knows that you have to upload your your audios to your podcast host, so a feed gets generated and then you go through I, that feed gets generated to iTunes. But the whole purpose of this software is it takes your feed, you know, and it basically takes every single episode and publishes it to your WordPress site automatically. So it does that. It adds the player. We have a nice mobile-friendly player. And it also has email opt-in box, so you can collect email addresses below the player as well. So it's an automation tool, but it's also a list-building and audience-growing tool as well. And I use it uh, with Chasing Dreams on my own podcast. I know several other MapCon users and podcast users use it as well. Um, makes life so much easier because I just have to upload it to Libsyn, and it creates the blog post for me. It uploads it, and... There are timestamps. There are social media cues I can give to Twitter. It's mm-hmm. it's a lifesaver, I gotta say. So thank you for that contribution, Handy. Oh, my pleasure. It's been it's been a fun ride. I think that's the 
to me, by far, by today, it's probably the biggest software, um, not biggest software, biggest uh, take of software. I think over 1,200 people are using it right now uh, since August. So it's it's amazing. It's it's an amazing experience, but also amazing feedback. Like without users, you can't learn. You can't learn what people want, what problems they're experiencing, and how to make things better. So I'm you know I'm grateful for that. I mean, you've been on my podcast, Chasing Dreams, episode 10, back in 2015. And wow. I know, flies. right? <laughs> right? It's crazy. Um, yeah. And if we, I remember from that conversation, at, today is July 4th, 2017, that we're recording this conversation, guys. Um, and I remember back in that episode, though, you were talking about how you just want, you wanted to build things to help people. Mm-hmm. And you were, you know, as they come you just kind of go with it. You, you continue to build at this moment. Don't you have how many plugins or software that you've created? I have since then active. So in total right now, I'm at four, four, four softwares. Yeah. Um, so basically there was three, three new ones since that conversation. That's amazing. And each of them has some relation really to podcasting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, podcasting was kind of like podcasters do podcasts, right? But they don't only do podcasts, right? Like Facebook Live, for example, it's a prime example. The live platform like Facebook gives you a chance to connect with an with your audience. So a lot of podcasters are using that platform either to do a live interview with their guests live in front of their audience, um, or just to kind of have Q and A sessions with their audience where people can come in and, and ask questions. So, you know, Facebook Live became another tool for podcasters um, to use. Not, not everyone, of course, but so I learned that Facebook Live is an important platform to complement podcasting. So that's kind of the next tool that was created was the one that takes your Facebook Live videos and automatically puts them on your website for you. So and I learned based on users where I follow podcasters because they're my biggest audience, uh, where they're going, what tools they're using. And what struggles are they're struggling with, and and I love to build software to help with that. And hey, so you've done all this stuff, and people are benefiting from it, and, and it's great. But because of that, because you've been studying podcasts, and you've been studying what podcasters need are doing, the commonalities. What is something you found common amongst podcasters that you've been working to address? Um, to me, I mean, it's a lot. Of course, every podcaster is different, but there's a lot of areas where they struggle. But I found that um, once you create the content, like once you create the episode, you know, getting it out to the world, like getting it out for exposure, is something that's very important. Like you can't just rely on iTunes to give you the exposure, or rely on your current subscribers to to listen. And that's just one factor. You need to get your content out, out to other platforms as well. You want to share it on social media, of course, you know, Facebook and Twitter. But more importantly, I found a lot of people, especially recently, experimenting with converting their podcasts into different types of media. So they take an audio podcast and they make it into a video and they push that off to YouTube. So you target a whole different audience that may not know what a podcast is, but they can discover you on YouTube because YouTube's kind of number two search engine out there and you know they get linked back to your website and they subscribe to your podcast that way so you get more exposure to people who not necessarily know what a podcast is but they consume your content on other platforms and so i that's been my focus the past six months or so 
working on a tool to automate that. And that's something that you uh, got involved in early on uh, last year, late last year. Yeah, and, and it's had tremendous results. I mean, already, are you seeing podcasters use this? Um, yeah. Positive results? Yeah, I mean, people like the, the software that I've created just helps automate that stuff for you. I, automation has always been my thing. Like, I'm lazy. <laughs> but, I do, yeah, but I'm lazy. So if I can automate things that are that take a lot of time, not the human contact, you know, the personal conversation, that's not automated. There's no bots or anything like that. It's just automating the steps that the manual steps, like taking the audio and then adding a picture to it and making it to a video and adding a waveform and then uploading it to YouTube. All that manual labor is is automated. So the software that created will do all that for you. You can take an audio podcast and have it go out to as of today, you can go out to YouTube as a beautiful video. Like you have a nice waveform, like an animated video. It takes your picture, title. It creates everything automatically. You just upload a template or you pick a template that we provide. It does the rest automatically for every single episode. Off to YouTube and off to Facebook as well as full-length videos. That's amazing. And have you found that people who weren't typically podcasting using this medium and now becoming podcasters? Um, see, not, not, not in that sense. I was thinking... What's happening now is uh, Facebook Live is becoming a, a popular platform. So mm-hmm. one of the features of this the software we created, it lets you take your Facebook Lives and then convert them to audio and send them off to SoundCloud or to your Dropbox so you can reuse that as a, a podcast episode. So it takes that manual step away from you as well. So a lot of live streamers, people who, are, who have live streaming shows, are now interested in podcasting. Because this makes it easier for them. Uh, sure, they don't it have, takes, they the, just, takes the work out of it almost. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so far I'm seeing a lot of live streamers getting more curious and more interested in podcasting, like repurposing their live streams, live video streams into podcasts. Um, but also, like, the fact that you can have your content on other platforms, it's not meant, it's meant for your audience to grow, like, it's meant for other people to become listeners. So as a podcaster, it definitely helps to have. I know John Lee Dumas is doing it on. You know, I've seen a lot recently on Facebook. Like he's he's putting a video on Facebook for his episodes, every single episode. Just another channel for someone to easily listen to your content. Because really, that's what it's all about. You want to ideally you want someone to subscribe on iTunes, of course. That's kind of where you want them to go. Even better, you want them on your email list if you're trying to grow a real audience. You want them on an email list, but. You got to take it step by step by having your content on other platforms, like having a video on YouTube with a link back to your website. At least you can get discovered on YouTube or you can get discovered on Facebook. Then you get the visitor onto your website and then you have an opportunity for them to subscribe or to get on your email list. So what, so you're, re- so what you're really doing is increasing the exposure. Yes, exactly. You're not going to get a subscriber necessarily right away, but you're getting more exposure for that episode. And things live longer on YouTube. YouTube is is a search engine. It's owned by Google. Right? So uh, people are searching constantly. So you're, the fact that you have content on YouTube it just gives you a lot more exposure. Sure. So if somebody is doing um, a, a business podcast and some and an audience member is looking for business tips and they search on YouTube and that podcast, because you're, you're right, YouTube is one of the go-to places I go to search for things that I learn about, you know, you've now 
it's easier to search for an episode on YouTube than it is for you to search for an episode on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, if you're searching for a topic. Yeah. You know, you don't know it's a podcast. You're just searching for a, something, whether it's on Google or directly on YouTube. Um, you know, you're increasing your chances of getting found. Which, by, which is a great being on this platform. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great uh, way for you to kind of spread yourself out without losing it because it's the same material. Yeah, exactly. It's the same content, just in a video format because you can't upload uh, audios to YouTube. So it takes that video and. Of course, you have. They give you the luxury of putting a, a actual clickable link. YouTube is nice to let you click, have a link to click anywhere you want. So you definitely want to send people back to your website uh, where your audio podcast is sitting, or at least to a page where they can subscribe to your podcast, or even better, get on your email list if you have that set up as well. Oh, for sure. So, so it's just, it's almost like a, it's just a source of traffic that you may not have access to if you if you're not on that platform. Well, let me ask you this. As someone who's done a lot uh, for the state of podcasting and who has been a guest for podcasters, mm-hmm. what is it you think about the medium of podcasting that makes it so popular or growing in popularity? I find myself personally as a podcast listener and also just being around podcasting for the past like three years now, um, it's just... The ease of consumption, I think. The fact that it's audio, the fact that um, you can just listen anywhere you want, you know, on the go. And the fact that it, your phone notifies you when a new episode of your favorite show comes is available. I, I love that as, as, a, as a listener, like, you know. And you get hooked. As a listener, I get hooked on a show. And I expect every Tuesday, at, you know, by the time I'm doing my drive or my doing my jog, I know that. There's going to be a new episode. I look forward to it. And if it's not there, I tweet the guys, hey, guys, where's your episode? <laughs> you know, it's a very addictive platform. So as a content creator, having an audio platform, it's just it's amazing because you get your listeners hooked. You get them. They, when, once they subscribe, they're going to get notified right away through their phone, and they can listen anywhere. That's kind of the three reasons why I think audio podcasts are, are an amazing platform to get your message out. Now, you, you specifically said audio podcasts there. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that video podcasts aren't as happening right now? I mean, they, they're out there. They're hap- they're they, out. they are happening, yeah. but they're definitely not as popular as audio. Um, I'm just going to go based on gut feel. I mean, not yeah. an expert in the video space, but I would sure. say because really because of YouTube. I mean, YouTube, when you think video, you think YouTube. Hell, did you watch that video of the funny dentist singing the song? You know, you go to YouTube and you look it up, right? That's kind of the go-to place. So you don't think of video and podcasts. Like, you don't think of iTunes to go watch or subscribe to a video show. That's true. At least, at least I don't. But also the fact that it's me, again, personally on a phone, I, you know, if I'm in front of a computer, I just like, it's easier for me to watch it on YouTube. Uh, I don't, the reason why I like listening on audios is because it's portable. You know, if I'm driving somewhere or at the gym, my mom, my wife thinks I'm crazy. She's like, how do you listen to podcasts in the gym? Don't you need like, you know, loud, aggressive music? I said, no, I, I like listening to podcasts when I'm working out. So what you can't do that. What podcasts do you listen to while you work out? I, it's nothing to do with working out or fitness. I'm a lot in the software space. So I listen to, um, it's called Startups for the Rest of Us. It's my wow. favorite podcast. I, it's, I don't know what it is. I just, I get so engaged that I forget what, 
what I'm doing on the gym. Like, you know, if I'm on a treadmill or something for 20 minutes, it just takes my mind off of that. And I'm just focusing on the conversations that two guys are having on the show. It's just, it's very applicable to what I'm doing now. And it's, and it's very entertaining. Right. So you're interested. And so time just kind of passes by. Yeah. Yeah. And you you know, huh. you don't think about the gym. You think, I mean, I like going to the gym, lifting weights. And when I'm lifting weights, I put music on, but if I'm on a treadmill or on uh sure, something like that, just put that at, put a podcast on it just time goes by a lot faster when you're having fun admittedly i have not tried that but I'm, i think i might I, i'll i have a few podcasts in my queue that i need to listen to i haven't thought about listening to it on the treadmill i just usually put some music on yeah that's my wife thinks i'm crazy she's like how do you do that isn't it boring said, no <laughs> it's the opposite of boring like I'm, I'm enjoying the content that's why i subscribe to the podcast like i and it's funny because one day they were late like they didn't publish their episode by you know by Tuesday at nine o'clock it's usually on it's live on iTunes. They had a technical glitch, and then I I I just like I'm like what do I do now? I was expecting this podcast, <laughs> I, so I, I tweeted it. them, and apparently a whole bunch of people tweeted them. It's like, hey guys, where's your episode? Um, which which shows you that when you have subscribers, uh, yeah. addicted to your show, not addicted in a bad way. Like they I mean, they love your show. They're fans. They're fans, yeah, and they they can they can't wait for your next episode to come out. So. Um, that's why it's it's a great platform because you have that factor, the addiction factor. You're talking in their ears. It's almost like a very personal conversation you're having. Just like a phone call. Right? You know when you're talking on the phone with somebody, you have the yeah. headset on. It's kind of the same thing. You, you're, not, you're not talking, you're listening, but it's, it's that kind of level of int- intimacy. And I feel like I know these guys. I, I've never met them. I, you know, I've tweeted them a few times. We've exchanged a few conversations over Twitter, but... I feel like if I ever met them in person, I would feel comfortable just like I know them already. So just because of their podcast. That's amazing. That, that's awesome. So, Hanny, having, you know, as we said before, studying the, the space, the medium and everything, where do you think podcasting is headed? Uh, that's a tough one for me to say. I mean, I think more and more people are going to adopt pod, audio podcasts mm-hmm. and kind of introduce them in the mix, whether for marketing purposes or just for information, uh, info, what's that word? I can't think of the word. Information. Entertain, in, in, information plus education at the same time. Like podcasting yeah. is great to teach, but it's also great to entertain because uh, you can't just teach a lot on a podcast. You got to be a little bit entertaining so that people like it. So I think more and more people are, are going to get onto podcasting, audio podcasts, and you're going to see more and more out there. Um, in terms of for us podcasters, like what can we expect? Um, I don't know. Apple's making some changes recently, you know, rebranding from uh, iTunes to Apple Podcasts, um, you know, introducing a couple a couple of things. I forget exact the details. There was an announcement a few months ago. Um, so, yeah, Apple's going to change things and others will probably end up following. So, yeah, it's hard for me to say, to be honest. I'm more about trying to help existing podcasters do what they do better or faster or more automated. That's kind of been my, my focus. Yeah. Well, I have no doubt that with Apple's changes or just even future changes, you'll find some way to make our lives easier. Yeah. That's, I, I love it. I, I, like I said, I'm lazy and I like to help people. So it's a kind of a dangerous combination. Right? If I can automate things to help other people, help myself and other people. Great. Let's, let's do it. That's an awesome combination. And guys, you can learn more about how to do podcasts better or help encourage others to help others 
learn about podcasting or improve their podcast at MapCon. Again, it's September 8th and 9th at Holiday Inn Philadelphia, South Swedesboro. Tickets are $150 for the regular ticket, $40 for the virtual ticket. You can find it all at podcastmidatlantic.com. So don't wait to the very last minute to buy your ticket. Get them today so that you're ready to go, and we'll see you there. And any last thoughts for the guys? Um, if you're creating content and you're building an audience, keep doing it. Even if you have one person listening, you're making an impact in their life. So keep doing what you're doing. You guys heard the man. <laughs>